Welcome to episode 25 of Keeping It A Hundo. Today's guests will remain anonymous. They're involved in bookmaking, loan shocking, and other nefarious activities. We recorded this at an undisclosed location somewhere in the contiguous United States, and they both wore disguises. You will not be able to recognize them. We discuss how legalized sports gambling has affected their business, and one of these wise guys shares some stories about the time he faced some racketeering charges a couple decades ago. Some of the court transcripts and things that were said are pretty ridiculous. We also put in a phone call to one of their associates so he could share a story with us. I figured with football season coming up, no better time than to talk about some sports gambling than now. And I couldn't think of anybody better to do it with. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with a couple friends of ours. This is episode 25 of Keeping It A Hundo. get occasional Asians from the restaurants and Mexicans a few Mexicans that's about it I mean it's not too diverse yeah not like down here yeah what do you guys think about the new gambling laws passed it hasn't reached uh, Florida yet but uh, I know you guys work in different states it's gonna affect a lot of people around the country in different ways well you- I don't think it'll affect the business itself because people are going to bet with a bookie as opposed to the state because they're bookie they're they got a personal relationship they could play on credit i they think that's discounts the key right there. free play they don't have to pay taxes cash they're not going to play with uh with the state have to get taxed you know post up money there's also no, no record discounts. of them playing like they could hide it from their wife right exactly you know, they're, that's not going to affect business itself yeah I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to if you if you have an internet site, I really believe they're gonna make it a felony. That's that's the only thing that uh, is in the back of my mind. So when you when you say an internet site, a lot of the guys, uh, the modern bookie, let's say they've gone overseas in the Caribbean and they have an offshores offshore accounts accounts. Yes. So they're doing their stuff through a through a, an account in the Caribbean or something. Right. Everything's still done in the street. Yeah, for the most part, the All money, the cash money exchange, collections, everything yeah. is still done yeah. on the street. Payments and collections, sure. Right. So I'm here today with uh, Billy Bats and Bobby Boz. <laughs> you know who that is? No. 
from a Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they to call me C. I like C. C. C reminds me of my life. Yeah. Delangelo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Well, the, these guys are speaking on the condition of anonymity today, so we're gonna go with uh, some aliases. So, across from me, we got uh, Billy Boz. Say hello, Billy. How you doing? <laughs> and we got uh, Bobby. Shit, it's Bobby Boz and Billy Bats. That's Bobby Boz. This is Billy Bats to my left. <laughs> you're gonna. I think you're gonna hear mostly from uh, Bobby. Bobby likes to do most of the talking. You've worked in all types of of rackets. Yes. Sports gambling, numbers running. Um, currently have what the poker machines. Yes. How lucrative are the poker machines? Very lucrative. It's, you know, as long as they don't mess with you. The law doesn't mess with you. You know, it's what people want. What are, the, what are they? I don't know what those ones are. The casino, uh, the machines, uh, gambling machines, regular they're slot not, machines. Not, it's not poker, though. Oh, yeah, they have poker on yeah. them, too. They do? Yeah. yeah. What, what else you got on there? Uh, every casino game. You got, like, solitaire and all types of shit yeah, like that? you got everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You got, like... Uh, Pie gal. Uh, stinking rich... Uh, Lobster Mania. They have straight up slot machine yeah. ones too, right? Yeah. There's no no arms on them. Right, no, right. Everything's yeah, push button. Right. Are those 100% illegal to put into bar rooms? Or yes. It depends what state you're in. Well, it depends what state you're in, but if, most of the it, ones that right. If they were if they were smart, they would just tax the people that have the machines. You know what I mean? Give them a tax, and they'd be making revenue. I I don't know why they don't. It's been it's been that way for years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think between we were just talking off mic, between gay marriage, marijuana, gambling, there's a million things the government could be making money off of. These are things that are should be part of a normal society. Right. I don't smoke weed. I'm not a marijuana smoker. I see no reason why it was ever illegal. Like yeah. like they tried making alcohol illegal. That yeah, great idea. That yeah. lasted how long? You know, like. Just make guys These rich. These are ridiculous, exactly. <laughs> and then that kid became president. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing that that they, uh, everything that was illegal, now they're involved in. Right. So guys that went to jail for this, I think they should be, uh, you know, compensated for spending all that time in jail. Which Pardoned. Now, yeah, you know. Pardoned and compensated. Right. How did you get into this business, Bobby? My uh, godfather owned a uh, cigar store and I used to clean up like when I was seven eight years old I'd go down and clean up and that's when they had the nickel machines pinball machines so that's how he would pay me give me a roll of nickels and I got to play the machine that was it and then next thing you knew you were what collecting debts and uh, little things I was or? running uh, picking up the number slips yeah yeah just going around town and picking okay up. so Explain for the listeners, speak to them like they're, they're morons. Explain what the numbers game was, because you see that in a lot of a lot of movies and whatnot. I don't right. think a lot of people know exactly what the numbers is. Well, the numbers were, uh, at the time, they were the stock market, the last three numbers of the stock market of the, uh, you know, the final day, what, what they paid, the Dow Jones or whatever. And uh, they would. Uh, so if the Dow ends at seventeen thousand two hundred fifty dollars, two five zero. Two five zero is the number, is right? The, the last three numbers, the last three digits was was the number, and then uh, people would uh, write them and 
you know, restaurants, bars, or whatever, and then I'd go pick it up. And they think we paid uh, 500 to one at the time. Then when the state became involved, it went, they went to 500 to one, and we went to 700 to one to try and, you know, negate the state. When you say the state got involved, what they were just playing there, like daily lottery type right, stuff. Right. Yeah. They were, they had the daily lottery and they had a four digit number, yeah. and then they uh, uh, they had them on every corner, you know. So that pretty much killed the numbers racket for yeah. the other guys. That's why that's not a thing anymore. No, nah, it's not lucrative anymore. Just like everything, the government gets involved yeah. and chases you guys out. Yeah. So you really think that may happen with the sports gambling? I guarantee you it happens with the sports gambling. But do you think that the you know you guys go underground again and keep keep a book and whatnot? Right. That's still going to be a it, thing. That, I think you'll still keep your customers. I, I really think that. But they're they're gonna it's going to be a completely different way of doing things. It's definitely going to be a different way of doing things. Have you noticed any uh, Billy? You noticed any uh, fall off since the law changes or anything? No, because they're not <clears throat> they're not in anywhere yet. Right. As far as well, no, they're Del- in uh, Delaware. Delaware. New Jersey, Jersey just passed it two days ago. Jersey oh, opened, yeah. Yeah, they're open. They're yeah. official. Yeah, two days um, ago. Not to say you guys are involved in either of those states, but uh, you know, there's a lot more states. Right now, I think it's twelve or thirteen states that are right, actively that trying to pass. Trying it. to get it. Yeah. Who's going in next? West Virginia. When do they start? Supposedly, next the end of next month. I don't know. Pennsylvania has it. Yeah, like I said earlier, the business aspect—it's um, not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt us as far as customer-wise. It's not like they're going to rather go do that. The only way that would happen if you get a guy that it just gives them another outlet to where eventually they're going to screw you. So once they get in debt to you enough they got somewhere else to go play and they might not pay you as soon you know they might go play at the casino wherever right. it's legal now because they have more a lot options. more options right yeah i mean that's the only the only bad thing i see about it as far as uh retaining customers now what if guys who have the offshore accounts or the offshore sites what if you wanted to try to make those legal for argument's sake you have a, a website that's based in a country that allows sports gambling down in the aisle, St. Kitts or something. And uh, you want to take that business and make it an actual entity in the United States. Uh, based, say, say you're based out of New Jersey. New Jersey, it's legal to bet on sports now. Is that something you think can happen now? I don't think no. so. Because, because the way it works now is, from what I understand, if you have the website down in the islands... It's not illegal for them to operate that down there. It's illegal for you to have that business down there, but you're operating from the United States where sports gambling's illegal. But what if sports gambling becomes legal in the state that you live in? Then what, what's illegal about it? The state's not getting their cut. That's what you makes are, it illegal. But what if you do, you, you, you enter it as an LLC, It'll no, they'll Billy never Bats, let it, they'll never let sports it happen. gambling. They'll never let it happen. No. They want to be the man. They want to be the man. There's there's no way they'll let it They're happen. They're not going to privatize this? No. This Absolutely is be... not. It's the same thing that they did with the lottery. It's, it's going to be the same exact way. And just made it illegal for you know for guys to write numbers on their own. Let's get to some of the stories uh, involved with the uh, collection of debt. What are some of the, 
the funny excuses you've heard over the years. I can only imagine. I've had guys who've lost their mother four times. Yeah, you forgot you already used that one with me. My mother's funeral. It's unbelievable. Yeah, The things you hear, it's unbelievable. The house got flooded. Yeah. It happened to be on a day that we were supposed to collect, and he he come up with this story about my house got flooded last night. He brought these pictures. That's not even his house. I know where the guy lives. <laughs> what he had a picture house? of someone else's so, house. Someone else's house. He brought the pictures like I was supposed to believe that's his house. And that's not even a great excuse anyway, even if no, it was. Come it has on. nothing to do yeah, with the money in your pocket. He said, well, you got to wait till I get the insurance money, and then I'll pay you. i got to pay this out of pocket first. That's my, what is his excuse. My buddy me. told me a story. Uh, he had a guy who said he couldn't pay him because he was out golfing and got hit by a tree. A tree fell on. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it might have happened. It's yeah. a, it's a far fetched story. But what's that got to do with you? Like, it's just nuts. And the other one I like, and this one comes out more than ever, is, you know what? I didn't bet that. That's got to be somebody else used my name and right. my I was number. Yeah, that, right. that's the more. That's become the most common excuse. Oh, that's yeah. not mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's the. I don't know who put these bets in the account, and then <laughs> when you look on the on the thing and you see the same IP yeah, address, address, you're like. Right. It came from the same one. Did no. you make this bet? Yeah, I made that bet. Well, the bet you said you didn't make came from the same IP. Well, someone must have logged into my account here. My three-year-old son. So how would they get how would they get paid if they're betting on your but, account? They're but, just yeah, it doesn't but, make sense. But not only that, if they won, you're not going to hear about it. But if they lose, they come up with that excuse. You know, right? If they won, they, he wouldn't have said a word. He'd have said, you know, that, yeah, that was mine. That has become the most common one. Right? Yeah. Not not the death in the family or that. I mean, that's old. But that's the, the new the, technological uh, excuse. Yeah, is how did that get in my account? Yeah. Or um, I, I put in a bet after the game's over. They say they bet it and it's not there. They say, well, I I, I put it in. It must not have went through. So it's almost like you're like a mind reader. Right. To say, yeah, you did bet it. Yeah. You have to confirm it anyway at the end of the bet. So. Right. Once you make a confirmation, it's got to be there, right? So evidently, he's lying, or or he didn't confirm it. So either fault. way, it's his fault. It's his fault. Tell, what about the one guy you said lost nineteen games in a row? Nineteen so, games in a row. The that's the twentieth so game. Tough to do. It's unbelievable. The twentieth. And then he died, right? Right after. Well, Is not right after. He didn't die. That one didn't die. He died. A little bit after that. This guy made did a ton he, of money. Did he die in quotes? Yeah, yeah, he died. He died. No, no, no. He died for real. No, no he wasn't. He Natural know what causes? He, I would never put a guy down for <laughs> dying, dying if he owed me cash. Forget about it. Doesn't sound no. like a good business no, plan. No, absolutely not. No, he uh, he lost 19 in a row. The 20th game, I was actually rooting for the guy. He blows the 20th game. So the next day, I see him. Now, he made a ton of money in uh, in another town. He made a ton of money. Naturally, I catch him when he's on his way down. Yeah. I should have known from then, you know, him. when he came and saw me that he wanted to play with me. I'm thinking to myself, well, why is he playing with me all of a sudden? But he blowed, he blowed a lot of cash. He blew an absolutely big amount of money. So he comes to see me the next day with a song and a dance, naturally. You know, he said, I got this money coming from this guy. I'll get it to you. You know what I mean? So weeks go at a time, weeks go at a time, and he don't come up with nothing. So I see him coming out of a bookie joint in, in town. And I was with my father. And my father's trying to grab my arm. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to knock this guy out. So I go across the street. I grab him by the thing, and he's going, please, please, don't hit me. Don't hit me. And I said, you know, you tell me you owe me 
you're going to come come up with something. Now you're, you're stiffing me. Now I got to see you walk around town coming out of a bookie joint. I swear I didn't play. I didn't play. So I took him back downstairs and I asked the guy that he played with. I said, did he play? He says, yeah, he made a couple plays. I said, give him his money back. So he gave him the money. I said, now give me the money. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I like them. Yeah. So explain the bookie joints and the concept of that. Is this like a legitimate a, business that that's a front? Yeah. And was they're it? running. Well, the, we book in the they back. had car tables in it. And but is it a social club? Is yeah, that's a, what they pretty much were. They were like coffee shops. Yeah. But they were all over town back then. There was probably what five downtown at that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least. I see. I see a lot of them down here in Miami. I have oh, friends yeah. that go to them, and he brought me to one once. It's like. It looks like a check cashing store. Yeah. But they're they're in the hood. They're in like really bad yeah. neighborhoods. Well, no one out of body shops. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Barber shop. Barber shop. Yeah. But these were nice places though back home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they had the they had the board up with all the games. And, yeah. You know, it was it was nice. Well, and I feel like those ones. It's almost like you know everyone's in on it. You know, yeah. everyone's there's somebody's getting paid. I feel like these ones are all just like. Yeah. Black market. Yeah. Nobody knows yeah. where the hell yeah. they are, and then they get these shut were, down. They, these they were nice joints. Way. I mean, they were. They had. Uh, you know, guys would sit down, play cards all day long. It, it got to the point where you give them the key and tell them lock up at the end of the night. You know, whenever they got <laughs> they got done. It was. It was nice. It was where guys just got together. They come out of the mill at all times. You know, because they worked three turns, so there was always a group of guys coming out. You kept some beer in the fridge or whatever. It was on the honor system. They'd throw a dollar in a thing or whatever and drink a beer, and they'd play, they'd play cards all night and bet games. It was great. When Billy Bats over here told me about you the first time, I Googled you, and one of the things I found was some baseball articles. Oh, yeah. From back in the day. Yeah. You used to play baseball? I played ball, and I, I uh, coached ball for a long time. Yeah? Yeah. Almost 30 years. So coming up, sports were big for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved, um, I loved baseball. Who was who was your guy? Who was your favorite player growing up? Did you have a oh, guy? Oh, Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews was my man. Third Eddie, baseman. Yep. Eddie Matthews gave me a stick of gum at a at a pirate game, and that was it. I was a fan for life. Wow. Did yeah. he bet on the games too? Uh, no. He probably knows some guys that did though. No, no, no. Yeah, I do know some guys that did. Yeah. I had one that played with me too. Yeah. yeah. The Baseball one. player? Yeah. First name Pete? Yeah, it could have been. What other type of activities were you involved in besides the numbers and the sports gambling? Machines. And the machines. And the machines, yeah. So is this something, is this an endeavor you, you go into by yourself? Are you with an organized group? And I was with, with some guys, you know, that put together. They knew that I knew a lot of people, and they kind of put me in action. That was it, and then I I started there, and I started putting machines in places, and we opened up other kind of places. That was it. So you have to make you know kick up payments to some no big boss. Or no, anything. I never touched the money. Okay. Somebody else always came in and got the money, and then I got a piece. Okay. That was it. So is this uh, is it safe to say at least on your guys' end? This is more just uh, branching out. This isn't this isn't the mafia per se. No, absolutely not. That stuff's no. kind of that's obsolete now. Yeah, that's that was a joke when they even started that stuff. I mean, come on, big cities I can see, but in small towns, right? Yeah, it's not there. You mentioned when you saw the guy coming out of the bookie joint, you were with your dad. Yeah. 
Was your dad well aware of what you were doing? Was he doing yeah. the same thing? I mean, no, my dad grew up. I mean, he grew up in a town. Everybody, it's just everybody bet of, football. Yeah, it's part of your livelihood. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, when I got pinched, it was the same thing. You know, the, everybody that came in and put on a witness stand, they, they all said the same thing. It was part of life there. Well, you brought it up. Let's go. Um, you got pinched. Yeah. Tell me uh, what happened. What did you, you get charged with? Well, it was quite a, quite a number of charges, but it was like money laundering. and They tried to make it a... a they Rico, wanted Rico. The they, whole deal. They, yeah, they, they tried to go. They wanted me to testify against two of my friends, and I wasn't going to do it because they didn't do anything wrong. And that's well, they did what you did. No. 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 Oh, these, guys, these guys were officials, but they were, you know, they were politicians. And they, uh, they, were, they were my friends. So they would call me on Sunday and ask me who I needed or whatever. And so they, they had just an watch. axe to grind against these guys. Yeah, they, so they, they, yeah, they yeah. tried to grab me to, yeah. to uh, talk about them. So tell me about, uh, they had all types of wiretaps, you said. Yeah, 1,200 um, hours of tape. 1,200 hours 1200 of tape. Hours of and tape. how much of that did they play in court? <laughs> there was a few things they played that they wanted to play in court that I said if uh, my wife heard it, I would just walk into jail. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather go there than I'd go I'd rather home. walk into jail right now. That's what so I told the, the attorney. So they, they didn't play it? <laughs> no, they didn't play it. I told the attorney, you can't. First thing we did was subpoena my wife, so... She couldn't be in the courtroom. Is your wife still around? Yeah. You guys still she, together? Mm, not so much. Okay, because I'd like to hear what some of those things were. If we can, if we can discuss. Well, we can them. get into that, but I don't want. That's one thing I don't want to put on there about the wife thing. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. I'm uh, pretty sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. No, I don't know, but, but I don't want to take that chance. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> her. <laughs> the first question he asked me was uh, my name. I told him my name. Then they asked me, uh, "Are you married?" I said, "Yeah." And they said, "How long you've been married?" And it, it I, I went blank. <laughs> <laughs> I went blank. So you failed that one. Yeah, I failed that one. That yeah. was real bad, and uh, that it was it was some wild shit on there. Trust me. I had a guy that was a dentist that uh, that played with me, and at the time he was calling in bets to me, right? And he would go like this. He says, uh, "Man, I can't hit a bet for nothing." So I said, "Doc," I says. You know, that nun on TV, she, there was a nun on television at the time. that She won like 13, 14 games in a row. So I said, you ought to be following this nun. I mean, she, she can't lose. <laughs> so he says to the me. The nun was betting with you or she was no, just doing No, she was on television. She was doing, yeah, she was like on the NFL today. Oh, like Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. She won, she won like 13, 14 games in a row. And he goes, uh, he goes well, who's the nun like? I can't remember who it was, but I said like Washington Redskins or something. So he says, yeah, you know what? I can't hit nothing. Let me go with the nun. Well, the nun blew. She blew the game. <laughs> so the next day he calls me. <laughs> and he says, what's the line on this game or whatever? And I go, uh, hey, don't you want to know who the nun likes? He says, fuck the nun. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the nun. Uh, you played that in good. court? Yeah, they played it in court. <laughs> They played that one in court. They wanted, some... they wanted to make it look like I was a scumbag or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put the nun out there. Tell them the one about about the girl who came up in the river or something. Oh, we is was... this in court or no? This is different. This got played in court. Yeah, this one got played in court. My buddy, who was a politician, we went to a game in another town. We went to a, a high school championship game in another town. 
So we got a ride with the sheriff of that town. He brought us right to the game. We flew to the game right after I, I closed up that night for the, uh, for the book, from the bookie joint, and we flew to this town to go watch a high school game. So at the end of the night, we win the high school game. So we're partying, and uh, we had another friend that owned the hotel that we stayed at. So after a few drinks, I look over, and he's talking to the ugliest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, she was flat-out ugly. Double bag. Oh, I sent him a note with the barmaid. I wrote a note on it that said, Don't look now, but there's a pterodactyl standing next to you. So I go over to him, and I say, Listen, because we were staying in the same room. I said, Whatever you do, I don't want you bringing that girl in that room. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Yeah, yeah, don't worry about nothing. I won't bring her, I promise. About five o'clock in the morning, I hear, he, 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 he brings her in there. I jump out of bed, and I tell him, <laughs> I'm going in a bathroom, and when I come out, I'm going right to the airport. There's no way. I can't, I can't look at her. Yeah. There's no way. Well, listen. A so, <laughs> couple months later, this is after we get indicted, he calls me. He says, you ain't going to believe this. That was a fed. <laughs> I says, What? He says, remember that broad down in, you know, down that, when we went to that game? I said, that ugly son of a bitch. Yeah, I remember. They found her dead in a river. And I said, they what? <laughs> he goes, they found her dead in a river. And he goes, and you know the worst part of it? And I said, what? He said, they cut her head off. I said, well, guess what? Why. They'll never fucking, they can't convict you on that. Because you cut the ugliest part of her body off. There's no fucking way that you could convict you on that. And he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and this is on the tap. This is on the thing, yeah. Oh, my God. And another one was, I call him, I'm calling him. But she home. got found in the river the day after? No, no, no. Okay, a couple, later, later. A couple weeks later, okay. whatever wow. it was. Did they find yeah. out why they did it? No, I don't think. What I, happened? I don't think any of us. You think it was a guy? Didn't I don't know who it was. They no, you, to, think, they you think it was a transvestite? Or a oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely just an ugly, not. They yeah, didn't try to pin you guys on it, did they, though? They tried to get him, yeah. They didn't try to get me. Christ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They tried to get him. I'll tell you another one. This is another good one. <laughs> this one actually had the judge. The judge actually took his glasses off and had to wipe his eyes. He was laughing so hard. He was in another town, the politician, right? So I call him and I says, listen, we've been looking for you all day, acting like we were calling him, me and the, his buddy. He says, why? What's up? I said, you ain't going to believe this. They found a skeleton up on the hill in a cave. He says, what? I says, I'm telling you, they found a skeleton up on the hill in a cave. Does the deputy know who did it or whatever? He goes, no. He says, uh, I, I said, but they did find a chain on him. He says, yeah? And I said, yeah. And it had a medal on it. And it said, uh, Polish National Hide Go Seek Champ. <laughs> <laughs> the judge, he was laughing so hard. He had to, he had to get the hanky out of his back oh pocket. And he was wiping his eyes. Everybody in the courtroom's laughing except me. I wanted to go underneath the thing, underneath the table. Funny. That was a classic. That was a classic. So you end up getting convicted. Oh, no, no. You beat I it. Beat it, yeah. So it. did you did you have to serve it all before, like no. while you were waiting trial or no. anything? That's no. good. No, no, no. They waited till exactly two weeks before uh, they couldn't indict us, so it was almost three years, and then they 
they came and got us. We've reached the keeping it a hundo segment of the show. This is where I ask some quick fire questions and uh, they're gonna be all over the place. What's your favorite mob movie? Goodfellas. Bronx Tale. Both, I mean, classics. <clears throat> my, my, my personal is The Godfather. I mean, those, yeah. that's the trilogy, those three right there yeah. though. You guys, Soprano fans, used to watch The Sopranos? Oh yeah. Okay. Got very good friends on the cast. I heard that. Yeah. I didn't know if we would get into that or not. Yeah, no. I just got very good friends. All right. <laughs> Keep in mind, his name's Bobby today, from what I understand. Right. So in The Sopranos, they have that theme song. You know, he's driving down the Jersey Turnpike, mm-hmm. woke up this morning, got myself a gun. What would your theme song be if you were the boss? <laughs> well, there's an off-the-wall question. Yeah. I really never thought about it. I think I'd like Renegade. Remember that song that they played the Steeler games? When they get fired up. Who's, who's it by? Uh, I can't remember. It's like a rock song. Oh, I know. It's like an 80s rock song. Yeah, like, it's yeah, pretty, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Get you pumped up. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of luck here? Out of it's luck. Like, maybe it's the same thing as like if you, if you had a big fight and you were coming out. What would you come out to? Like Tyson used to come out to like uh, "Time for Some Action" by Redman. I listen to '90s R&B. Yeah, I'm a, that's your stuff. I'm at the gym, so Jodeci. <laughs> you could put on Jodeci, Barry J, Keith Sweat. It don't matter. <laughs> Let's go, Keith Sweat, Twisted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite actor? De Niro. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, say De Niro. Uh, what's the best alias you ever used? <laughs> I can't say it. You can't say it? No. Because then everyone would know it. Yeah. It's yeah. one that was yeah. uh, common. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'd love to hear it off mic. I think I kind of already asked you this, but maybe you got another answer for a different sport. Who are your favorite athletes growing up? You said Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews You have a football guy, a basketball Tony guy. Tony Dorsett. I love to watch Tony Dorsett play. Back when they used to call him Dorsett? Yeah. And then they changed it to yeah. Dorsett? Yeah. Before he became French. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Billy? Favorite athlete growing up? I was a Raiders fan always. So I wouldn't say I had a favorite player. But Bo I, Jackson. I like Bo Jackson. I mean, I just you just like the Raiders. I just like the Raiders. I wouldn't say I had a. I never like got fell for a, a player to where I just love the player so much. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's the most cash you ever carried on a flight? Twenty five, twenty five thousand. And how'd you carry it? Just all in one bag? No. Did you separate Split it? Split it. Yeah, yeah. pocket here, yeah. bag here. Not a hundred. How'd you do that? Same thing. Split it into different bags, or you had it all together. Yeah, yeah. Two carry-ons. Oh, three carry-ons. A book bag, computer bag. You mule any of it? And a keista and a carry-on. Huh? Keista any of it? What's that? Grease it up and put it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never had a problem. Well, they got those cash sniffing dogs too. Yeah. Not just the drug sniffing dogs. Yeah. So you never know. What's the most creative spot you ever hid some cash in in the house? Wow, that's a good one there. I put it inside a lamp. Like uh, under the lampshade? No, underneath the lamp itself. Oh, the Take lamp the bottom itself. off and put the, put the cash up in there. Popsicle box in the freezer? Yeah. It's <laughs> a good one, too. <laughs> that's cold cash. Yeah. <laughs> cold, hot cash. <laughs> but you don't want your assets frozen. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> Have you collected some interesting collateral over the years? I know people, uh, that old money, you got to take stuff from them sometimes. Maybe a ring or a car, car. title. Or car. The actual car. car. Yeah. Car title, whatever. 
I read yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. Car title. I actually got a car. You actually took the car? Yeah. And then sold it or what? Actually, pretty funny story about this. I, I should call Tony to have him tell that story. So Billy said we should call his brother. He's got the collateral story. Let's get him on the phone. Joey, you there? I'm here. Okay. We want to hear your story about collateral. Go ahead. Well, a few years back, Billy gave me a car as a payment. Uh, how he acquired that vehicle was still to, not to my knowledge, but it was supposed to be a payment. My role in it was to put my number on there. It was, was to move the vehicle as fast as I could. I was out the night before, about 11, 12 o'clock. I got phone rings, asked me about a car. I, had, I didn't know anything about it. Hung up, another phone rings. Another guy asked me, I don't know what's going on. So I called Billy. I said, Billy, what's going on here? I keep getting, oh, I forgot to tell you that we got a car. It's got your number on there. Try to sell it. I didn't know anything about the vehicle until I took a little ride. I rode over. It was a, I can't remember what kind it was, actually. It was a Buick. Anyway, it was a Buick. Billy's saying it was a Buick. I got the, I got all the specs on the vehicle. I had so many calls on this vehicle. This, this is at this is at a car dealership, correct? No, it was no. Just parked in a lot. Ah, this was parked at Rite Aid. <laughs> had a for sale sign, my number. Okay. Guy calls me after I don't know fifth or sixth call. He starts with, I mean, I'm calling about the Buick. I said, Yeah, how you doing? It's a da 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 one owner. I don't has a hundred eight thousand miles, new tires, looks good, runs good. He says, I know my fucking car I said your car I start talking to the guy I knew who the guy was I knew his nephew and whatever I talked to him 20 minutes later I got called back by him I thought he wanted to buy the car he went over he took it no he reported the car stolen he yeah yeah he did no he reported that he reported the car stolen or whatever and I get a call from from, from, the, from the station it wasn't my vehicle there was nothing they can do the girl who acquired the car, I think she ended up... No, she went down after it got taken the second time, right? Just speak with right? confidence like you know, even if it's not true. Just... I know, I gotta think here. You guys got me all fucked up here. <laughs> can, can we delete it and give me like a... Can I have time to, 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 to try to recap here? I can make notes? Yeah, so, so Tosh had the car. Puff gave it to Tosh. Right. It was the guy's girlfriend. It was in her name. The title was in her name. So after he called, after he called, and, and you guys recognized who was, he went down to the police station. Then the police came to you and said that uh, you stole the car. The, right? They told him. They told him. They told him at first there was nothing that they can do. They said that's it. They said this is another state. We ain't, we're not dealing with it. Well, the guy took matters <laughs> into his own hands, and he went. And he took the car himself. <laughs> We go over and look and look for this thing because I had another call. I actually had a guy coming to look at this thing. I was thrilled trying to get rid of it. Well, once we noticed the car was missing, about a couple days go by. We, we, we didn't realize until a few days later. I know that. Now, she goes to the police station. Same thing. Now, I get a call, and they want to know what this car, what is so special about this car. Because of all the, this I remember Buick. all the action. And this, this Buick. And it was a, stolen two different times in a week. It was Two different times they wanted. I think, if I recall, I think the guy said he even asked, "Does this car blow you?" <laughs> <laughs> there was something about this car. It had a bench seat, whatever. So 
Billy, uh, Billy and I decided to take matters in our own hands. Possession's nine-tenths of the law. So I said, the idea going around, we had the keys. So we went to three or four spots. I think it was the, the last stop. We were hitting the panic button. We go in front of this building. It's a warehouse where I knew the guy, he, he worked. We hit the panic button. We hear the thing going off on the other side. We walk around the building. This fucking car is in between a fucking dump truck. There's a fucking dumpster behind it. There's a fucking creek about five feet from the car to the creek. That's it. And it's pointed the opposite direction. All we had was the keys, and we had four guys. Well, we had the idea we would try to pick it up. <laughs> Realized that wasn't going to work. I do remember that. We said, well, we could pick it up. Well, nobody ever could pick a fucking car up. I picked up a small car with three other guys before, but it wasn't a Buick. Well, yeah. let me tell you this. This thing, there wasn't no way we were picking this thing up. Yeah. But, so I said, you know what? I think I can get this thing out. Somehow I turned it around. There's a cliff. I mean, it wasn't a huge cliff, but it was about 15 feet. There's the creek underneath. So I said, you know what? I think I can do it. Well, sure enough, maneuvering it out, I want to say a fucking cunt hair to the right, the car would have went over. We get it out. Now we're thinking, now this guy's really going to be hot. <laughs> you know? I, guy with us says, there's no way this guy's even going to know this thing's gone. This is on the side of his building. He's going to think you had to have a crane pick this thing up and fucking move it from out of here. Well, sure enough, three days later, he finds it. I did. I had to go down there two different times over it. can't remember what happened, though. Well, he reported it stolen again. Again? Yeah. Again. Now, again, we're down there about this, this fucking car. Third time we it's been reported up, stolen. I know we parked it in a house that was getting foreclosed on, and then we, we shipped it to Toledo. <laughs> Where that, that car's still on the road to this day, I bet you. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I, I appreciate the teamwork. Billy and Joey, the, the Calamari brothers over here. You guys did good. <laughs> so what the hell's this thing going on? Or what are you guys doing? This is the Keeping It a Hundo podcast. I'm Matty Hundo. I'll send you the link, Tony. Yeah, send me the link. There's better stories than that, though. Yeah. Oh, that was... uh, Uncle uh, Bobby told a few of them. Oh, he's, he's entertaining. Yeah. To, he introduced you to your first Asian massage parlor when you were oh, 15 yeah. years old. The old rub and tug. <laughs> yeah, that was something he did. Indeed. I forgot about that. Well, he, he said you were 15. No, I was, I was, I was, I think 19. Okay. 19 or 20. Respectable age to get a rub and tug. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I forget what the what the occasion was. I just remember there was three guys that were lined up outside, and the lady goes, "No, no, one, one, one." <laughs> okay, two, and then the other, the other fucking two had to leave. Yeah, so I was just asking them. Uh, this, I asked one question, and they were just like, "Oh, we should call Tony. He's got a great story for you." So. Fuck! I told him it's been a, it's been a while though. That's good. Hey, Tony, I'll be home tonight. Shit. Todd, it's Joey. I'll be you home tonight. Home, Joey? Yeah, I'll be home tonight, buddy. You want to go down to Greek Fest? What time? I'm not, I'm not landing until like 11. Oh. I'll go, I'll go out tomorrow, Friday night. <clears throat> I'll meet you down there tomorrow. All right. I might not even go tonight. I might just... You want me to drive? Down. I got to get a car. All right, I'll call you later. Yep. Appreciate it, brother Brother uh, uh, Joey. Mm -hmm. send, me, send, send, send me that thing. I want to see, yep. what the, see what the hell that is. All right. Uh, have you had any female clients? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
They like to play the sports. I had one that her husband was a referee. Uh, an NFL ref? I, w- I wouldn't. No. A NBA, NBA. NBA in college basketball. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't let her. Uh, bet on those games? He couldn't bet the games yeah, he ref, right? Uh, yeah. I wouldn't let her bet the games that he uh, refereed in. You know, that's going down a bad path. No, oh, yeah. Once that starts happening. Yeah. Well, they ended up getting divorced anyway. She gambled too much. <clears throat> you had the same rule with players, too. Oh, yeah. They, could, they couldn't bet on her right. other game. Right. Well, I had, I had a bunch of uh, coaches at one time. NCAA coaches. Oh, Jesus. to play with me, but I wouldn't let them play their conference. D1 guys? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I wouldn't let them play their conference. They could play the conference that they came from, but not the conference that they were in at the time. You guys get scruples. Yeah. You were doing a lot of stuff in the 80s. Was Coke big? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Coke's been big forever. But it was like, it's almost like it was part of the routine. Oh, wasn't back it? Then. Yeah, those guys. That was probably early seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Early seventies. Early seventies. Jesus. Early seventies. All right. We always round it out with. I got two questions. I don't know if if uh, this will pertain to you, but this one <clears throat> is headed to you, Billy. Top five rappers of all time. Tupac, one. Biggie. Speaker. I don't listen to rap after that. After those two, Jay Z, and then that's it. Everybody Nothing else, else. Everybody, you don't else, like anything else. everybody else is terrible. Dead or alive, you, they could be old school, eighties, nineties. I don't. That's it. That's all I really like. Nas. Nas is all right. I mean, you only going three. That's all I can really give you. All right. And the rest, it's uh, rap. They could, they could have it. I'm R and B. And I, I you know assume that. that that doesn't pertain to you. You don't listen to that stuff. The only rap I know is the rap that I took. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And uh, last question, death row meal. If you're on death row, what are you eating? Chicken parm. Chicken parm? Yeah, you got to get that one. <laughs> you, you having chicken parm? Yeah, eggplant parm. I'm going to go healthy if I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having to drink? Oh, uh, definitely uh, Tito's on the rocks. Okay. <laughs> What are you having? A kombucha? Propel. Propel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe protein shake. <laughs> protein shake. <laughs> Might as well go downhill. Yeah. All right, that's it. These guys got some legs to break. They got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Good having you guys. Okay, that's it. That was fun. If you could keep up with the guy we called uh, Joey the Associate, if you could keep up with that story... God bless you. I don't know what the hell he was talking about half the time. It sounded kind of funny, but it lost me along the way. There are definitely some characters. And just to give you an update on last week's Chicago Bliss playoff game, they beat Nashville in the Eastern Conference Championship. They're going to the finals in Austin. It was a great game. It was tied up with about two minutes left. Very dramatic finish. The bad news is Marissa, my girlfriend, she went down with a torn ACL, torn MCL. She's out for the year. Won't be playing in the championship. Very, very disappointing for her and for me. I was looking forward to seeing her play in the championship, and I know she really wanted to be out there with her team. But we'll be there cheering them on. That's it for Keeping It A Hundo. I'm your host, Matty Hundo. I'll see you next week.
keeping it a hundo, bitches. <laughs> I like that.